Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist Podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hey everyone, I hope you are all doing great. Uh, in this episode, we are going to discuss about uh, aesthetic treatment planning for full mouth reconstruction cases. And again, I'll try and keep it short and simple. So we will discuss around eight around 10 points uh, to consider when you are doing aesthetic treatment planning. Many times we see patients with wear or patient who needs full mouth reconstruction in depending on which country you are in, they may or may not want a, the aesthetic outcome. They may want a functional outcome. In Especially in UK, the kind of patients I see most of the time they are seeing me because they are worried about losing their teeth or they are losing their teeth and they're seeing me for implant consultation. And now I'm having a discussion with them that they are, you know, damaging the rest of the teeth and they all need redoing or they, they need treatment before I place an implant and restore the tooth. And many times because that patient has lost a tooth, they understand value of the teeth. And that's why they probably would more inclined to have full mouth reconstruction. On the other aspect, you see patients who come to see you for aesthetic reason where they are showing less of their teeth and they want to show more of the teeth. They want to have that smile back again. So there is always a different reasons why patients seeing us for full mouth reconstruction. Some of the patients, they might come to you for a checkup and you are the one who are now initiating the discussion the patient needs to may need to consider full mouth reconstruction. And that discussion could be difficult for dentists to make. However, the way I think is that if patients coming to you for your expert opinion, you need to, to give them your expert opinion. It is not your responsibility that patient has come to this situation. Unless you're seeing patient for like 15 years and now all of a sudden you are telling them you need full mouth reconstruction. However, you can be honest with patient that, you know, we've been monitoring these teeth and now I feel that um, with my experience as well and in your knowledge that, you know, we, we need to do something about it. So you need to have upfront and honest conversation with patient. Nonetheless, when you see patient for a full mouth reconstruction, we need to consider aesthetic component, whether patient wants or their main aim to have an aesthetic result or not, we need to consider aesthetic treatment planning because if we can give patient a good smile, then why not? And most of the time it is possible because we are really treating every single tooth when you're doing full mouth reconstruction. So let's look at these points in one by one. So number one is incisal edge position. So we need to really decide when patient's smiling, what is the incisal edge, how much incisal edge they are showing. Usually it's the upper teeth and you basically, when patients smile, you need to have a look at it and resting lip position. So when patients resting lip, how much of the tooth they're showing. Usually around two millimeter show is good when patients resting um, and smile as much as patient wants to show. However, if you see that the incisal position of the lower teeth is quite high. And many times you see this in rare cases where there is a dental alveolar compensation and lower teeth have so much have dental alveolar compensation that you can see lower teeth are worn down 
but we can see all of those teeth, like the whole tooth when patient smiles. Now, if that's the case, then you have few options aesthetically, either to do orthodontic treatment, intrude those lower teeth to put them back into their right position, or do crown lengthening and crowning. So, you know, you need to make a decision with patient if aesthetics is the right option. Now, yes, you can possibly consider dal where you are trying to uh, build the teeth and for just anterior teeth and relying on the intrusion of the anterior teeth and the extrusion of the posterior teeth in order to get the occlusion or bite right. The only thing is that we, we are not in control how much intrusion you're going to get and which teeth are going to intrude. So upper teeth or lower teeth. Also with dal technique, we have limitations such as crowding. If patient has crowding, uh, if patient has anterior open bite or patient's got class three occlusion, um, you know, whether you teeth are periodontally involved. So there are lots of reasons you cannot do dal. And many times, if the anterior teeth are worn down, posterior teeth are also affected. And if that's the case, then you need to do full mouth reconstruction because you're creating all that posterior space. And if you don't do anything with it, you'll lose the space. So it's better to try and do some treatment there and then. So once you consider your incisal edge, again, again your incisal edge of the upper teeth will almost dictate how much OVD you're going to raise. If your upper teeth needs quite a lot of length, then you may have to increase more OVD. Whereas you, you, you don't want to really increase the length of the upper teeth, then you will be probably restricted with the amount of OVD you can raise. The second point is shape of the teeth. So we need to look at the shape, what type of shape we are going to give patients. So are you going to select the triangular shaped teeth or, you know, squarish teeth? where it depends on obviously male and female you're going to have a chat with patient and discuss and this is where your diagnostic wax up comes comes into play i always tell dentists when i'm teaching on hands-on courses or online courses that you need to have built in consent process and risk assessment process throughout your treatment so let's say you are doing full mouth reconstruction you have three layers of risk assessment process for TMJ, uh, patient with the problem with TMJ. First, you're going to do your palpation, clinical examination, and assess whether the patient's got any pain or problem. The second thing you're going to do is you're going to do load testing using leaf cage. Third thing you're going to do is, let's say if the first palpation, there is nothing, no problem, leaf cage you did, then there is no problem. Then the third thing you're going to do is a mock-up and leave patient in a mock-up for a couple of weeks. And these are the three things you are going to assess before you're going to do the treatment. And that will help you with the risk assessment. If patient has got TMJ problem, then you may be able to pick it up using these three. Otherwise, you will have to give every patient a blanket appliance such as Michigan splint before you start full mouth reconstruction. And many times in practical world, it may not be possible. So the second point is shape of the tooth. The third point is tooth shade. You need to select what color of the teeth patient want. And sometimes if patient has got really unrealistic expectation that they want to go from A4 to BL4 then or BL1, then 
you may not be able to get that by just doing teeth whitening. You may have to do veneers uh, or direct composite and change patient's color of the teeth. And this is something you need to let the patient know that, that you will have to do some sort of a masking. And many times that means preparation of the teeth um, if you're going to mask buckley. So again, consider tooth shade. Then you need to consider closure of spaces. So if, if patient's coming with a midline diastema or patient's got too much space anteriorly or posteriorly, and you want to close all the space and maybe create another one tooth space where you can maybe place an implant, do a bridge, give a patient a denture or some sort of appliance. So it, you need to consider if there is any spaces which needs to be closed. Alternatively, patient may have a crowding. So point number five is check for crowding. If patients got crowding, then again, you need to consider orthodontic treatment. And many times I do treatment planning and when I'm teaching treatment planning, I tell dentists that, you know, if you, let's say if I see 100 full mouth reconstruction cases, I can guarantee that 80 of them would need some sort of an orthodontic treatment to get the ideal result. However, you can get away many of the, those patients without the orthodontic treatment. There are some, maybe 30 or 40%, I would not do the full mouth reconstruction unless patient has orthodontic treatment. Or, but you can sometimes compromise. But if you consider really ideal option, 80% of them would need uh, orthodontic treatment. So either you learn how to do you know, minor orthodontics or comprehensive orthodontics, or you have a good orthodontist who has understanding of occlusion, um, doing the orthodontic treatment. However, occlusion is not, I mean, it's important, but it's not um, massively a problem because once orthodontist has aligned the teeth, you're going to then possibly restore all the teeth when you're doing full mouth reconstruction. So you can still control occlusion within limits, but obviously you need to discuss this with your orthodontist. So you're going to consider closure of spaces and then crowding, then you need to consider gingival levels, whether the gingival levels of the teeth are aligned. Now, let's say if patient's smiling and showing a lot of gingival, um, gingiva, then what are you going to do? Are you going to do crown lengthening? Are you going to intrude those teeth? Like I give you an example of lower anteriors. If they're showing the whole tooth and now you need to add more to those teeth because they're worn down, what are you going to do? Are you going to do orthodontic treatment to intrude them? Or are you going to do crown lengthening? Or for upper teeth, are you going to do lip repositioning surgery to reposition their lip? And because sometimes they're showing so much of the gum, and if they want to not show that much of the gum, just treating teeth uh, may not be enough. You need to do combination of approach. And again, if you're doing lip repositioning surgery, you need to be aware that there is, there is a chance of relapse. Plus, you can also, you know, use a fillers or Botox to, to try and uh, reduce the movement of the lip. But, but with those treatments, many times patient is then, you know, they need to have maintenance therapy afterwards. 
But gingival level is something you need to assess and make sure you look at when you are planning treatment. Many times, if you're doing crown lengthening, then it will increase your time because you would do first uh, with regards to crown lengthening, you're going to first do a diagnostic wax up, making sure you get the ideal gum level. Then you're going to get a stent created, which will help you doing crown lengthening. At the same time, you're going to then do provisional crowns so that you can hold that gum, let it mature over months. And once the gums mature and you're happy with it, then you take the final impression and start making final restoration. So far, we discussed position of the incisal edge, tooth shape, tooth shade, closure of spaces, crowding, and gingival level. Let's look at the last four factors you need to consider for aesthetic planning in full mouth reconstruction cases. Now, the one of the factors you need to consider is midline. Check whether the patient's midline is corresponding. How bigger of the problem it is? Not much because many people do not really notice the midline, whether it's coinciding, uh, whether it's, it's a upper and lower midline same or midline, there is a midline shift. But definitely you don't want to create a midline shift after your treatment. So you want to try and at least have the same midline, if not correct the midline of patient's teeth. You need to check occlusal plane. And this is something I have discussed previously about that, you know, I am a great big fan of making covers be very flat, which means the lower occlusal plane we want really flat. That means the upper occlusal plane will be flatter as well. But also having uneven occlusal plane, lower especially or even upper, when patients smile is not really aesthetically pleasing. And for that reason as well, you want your occlusal plane to be flatter. You need to check if there is any facial cant. If the, if the face matches the teeth, you need to really look at the face inward approach where the teeth you're going to give this patient is suitable for this patient or not. And then you're going to really look into any special respect uh, request from patient. So one of the requests I had recently was when I fitted implant crown, patient wanted a silver crown, silver lateral incisor, not gold, but silver. So we said um, we, we had a whole tooth milled and we fitted as a one whole unit, nice shiny silver colored tooth and patient was happy with it. Uh, in past, I've had a patient who want gold tooth. Many patient, many, I had patient who wanted crowding in that teeth. They didn't want, he didn't want straight teeth. He wanted to replicate what he had in past and i had patient i had actually few patients who wanted to recreate the midline diastema they had i could have easily corrected it and i did for two patients actually and they made me open the midline diastema um, so that they look the same and this is something to do one of the patients was something to do with superstition that uh, she felt that it was a lucky charm for her which is fine you know if you beauty is in the eye of the beholder as they say so you know whatever patient feels confident with we should do i know there is a lot of um, especially in uk that we should not be providing patient with bl1 or bl4 teeth uh, colored teeth but you know, I would say if patient wants it, you've taken proper consent, you've shown patient how it looks and still patient wants it, 
then you can you can i feel that you can give that color to patient it's just a color it's not that patients coming to see you to have this metal grills done and you're damaging teeth you're just selecting different shade which 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 patient in their own right would you know are are um you know eligible to choose as far as you take in proper consent process so let's go through all of them um and so i so i can summarize everything so first we discuss about the incisal edge position very important then it comes tooth shape tooth shade closure of spaces so if there are any spaces open closure of spaces crowding if there is any crowding you need to consider um, doing orthodontic treatment assess gingival levels even if you can't change it you need to at least discuss this with patient because after all the treatment what happens is patient become more aware of their teeth so in, initially they might not come with you aesthetic with the aesthetic problem but once you finish the treatment patient will start becoming picky because now they're self aware they they like that teeth and they want to improve which is only natural then you're going to look at the gingival levels midline diastema or midline where the patient's midline is coincidental occlusal plane facial cant and any special request from patient so i hope this short episode was helpful and if you have any questions please feel free to post that question in my facebook group called full mouth reconstruction for gdps or contact me on info at drdevangpatel.com and i'm more than happy to guide you through if you like the podcast then please guide your friends uh, to the podcast and the more dentists i can help the better please like and subscribe have a lovely day